With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right. It's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room and board, free grad school, and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT. You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds. Raise your score as much as 600 points and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit College Prep Genius to know more. Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show, where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free. Today, your host is Jean Burke, the author of College Prep Genius, The No-Brainer Way to SAT Success, and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com. And I'm the moderator, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. Hey, everyone, and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and today we are going to be talking with Jean Burke with College Prep Genius. We are going to be doing a timely podcast, Testing in the Time of COVID. You can find the show notes for today's episode at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. And Jean, welcome, and I am going to let you take it from here uh, because you have so much good information. Um, This is a timely podcast, no matter what the time of year it is, it's always good to know about testing, but you're um, going to be correcting some of the errors that are out there that you've seen that people and uh, parents are getting very confused. So welcome and and take it away. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited about this podcast because one of the things that we are constantly getting emails and phone calls or Facebook uh, questions about is... This is during this pandemic that we've all been in for the last few months. It's it's been a crazy time. It, you know, if you're a parent of a college-bound student, and especially if you're trying to get that last test in uh, before applying for college, it's been very frustrating. And I understand that, and I feel your frustration because, um, as a parent, I know, you know, you've been working towards certain goals, and you know, all of a sudden, it's, the world's turned upside down. It's crazy, and. Uh, so we've seen so much frustration from just families in general with trying to get a test that constantly is being canceled. And I think that's the thing is, you know, with COVID-19, it's an unpredictable pandemic that we just haven't known a lot about. Maybe we know more now that we're a few months into it, but I think people are still very scared. They're very leery. Do I put my child with another child? You know, is there liability? If, if, a testing facility, you know, has a bunch of kids that come and someone gets sick. So it's been very difficult. And, uh, but I'm here to give you good news. And I think that the frustration has been because there is is so much wrong information out there and or misinformation. And so today I want to give you five tips to navigate, navigating the college testing right now, right in the time frame that we're in and you know a lot of a lot of parents are angry they're angry at the college boards they're angry at the ACT company um, they're they have friends giving them wrong information um, but you know the both the test makers the SAT and the ACT do have a, a, you know a, 
a link that you can go to on their website that gives you all the updates when it comes to cancellations and, and you know, or extended testing time or another test date. So I do encourage you uh, to register for those updates because I think that will help you too. Uh, and pay more attention to them as opposed to maybe a friend who is giving you some information that may not be true because yes, there have been a lot of cancellations going dating back to the March, April beginning of the shutdown. And, you know, we've seen a constant, you know, turnaround of another cancellation. And so I think that the key really is, is to say, okay, maybe some tests are being canceled, but not necessarily in your area. So, so keep that in mind, just because your friend got to do it or didn't get to do it, doesn't mean that it's going to affect you. So again, I think the updates are very important. And, you know, I think one of the biggest takeaways that I am seeing from people as wrong information is that people are thinking that SATs and ACTs are going away, that, okay, this is the end of them. Well, again, be very careful with that kind of news because number one, um, they're not going away. Number two, yes, there are schools that are tempor temporarily, uh, you know, suspending the testing for right now. Ha they're having to adjust like everybody else, but they're not going away. And, you know, I have an article about the California school system, which again, Cal it's, when people say California is dropping the SATs and ACTs, that's not true. Uh, the California school system, the USC, which has 10 schools, uh, there, keep in mind, 10 schools out of nearly 5,000. But again, what's the truth behind that? Well, guess what? They're going to come up with their own test, which, of course, is going to be similar to an SAT and ACT. So uh, they're definitely not going away. And if you're an out-of-state student, you still have to take your SATs and ACTs. So uh, keep in mind, there's so much wrong information out there. Unless, you know, like I've said before, unless someone is willing to pay for your child's education, if they're wrong, don't trust people. Go to people who know what they're talking about because people will pass on bad information and then they'll pass it on to someone else and it'll just be like, you know, the, the game telephone where you whisper in an ear and by the time you get to the last person, right. it's completely different. Um, Let me so, jump in here, Jane. I want to jump in yes. because um, one of the things I want you to explain, and you have explained this in past episodes and as people who listen to your podcast, we're on episode 80 here. Um, no, I'm one of your biggest fans. Uh, so one of the things that they may, the reason that they're believing that the tests are going away is they're not understanding something that you explain about the value of SAT and ACT to level the playing field. And I mean, we have, I'll put some of the episode links where you've really talked about that in depth. But if you could just quickly explain that, like the purpose of these tests and why these colleges look for them, as opposed to transcripts and, you know, like for weighted score of 4.5 you know, or whatever um, in a particular college, then I think parents will understand that if someone says they're going to go away, they're going to be like, uh, no, because otherwise, you know, there's no way that that the colleges could make informed decisions on how your kid's going to do in college. So if you could oh, briefly explain yeah. that and then do your five tips. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, 85% of colleges admit and give money just simply based on a test score. And the reason why that is, just as Felice was saying, is 
every school weighs and calculates their scores differently. So if a student has a 4.0 or 4.5 at one school, it's not the same at another school. One student might go to a really hard, rigorous school with uh, difficult classes and uh, a tough regimen. And then another stu student down the street goes to a very easy school, has easy teachers, and has the same GPA as the other one. So on paper, they look the same. So colleges have to have one objective way to, to compare all students, something that levels the playing field. And therefore, you can a test like an SAT or ACT does that because it's the one numerical component that's common to all applicants. And so it's, it's the only fair way. And, it, and I think parents should be thankful for that because it's not fair if your child uh, you know, has done a really amazing job and some child just barely goes through school, barely cracks a book and has the same GPA. So it is actually a fair system. And it also crosses socioeconomic backgrounds as well, because it doesn't matter whether you're poor, rich, or where you live, it's the exact same test. And so I want to, you know, include that to make sure that everybody knows that. So bottom line is colleges get their rankings, their national rankings based on test scores. So the higher the score, the more scholarship money that you get because you raise up their rankings, they go up higher, they get more money, they turn around and give you more scholarship money. So extremely important. So I think you definitely need to keep that in mind when it comes to, uh, you know, these tests. Don't, don't hate them. Be thankful for them. So I want to get into the five tips to navigating college testing right now, right in the middle of COVID-19. The first one is, uh, tip number one is finding a location. The biggest complaint that we're hearing is families are saying, you know what, uh, you know, I, I can't find a location that's even having the test. It's canceled again. Well, first you want to start with the school search button. You, you can go to the College Board website or ACT website, put in your zip code. It's going to give you schools in your area, not necessarily the one that your child goes to if they go to a public or private school, but it It'll give you a, a place to start. Now, if for some reason, you know, you're not finding a location, one of the things that's kind of cool is that you're, you, your, your support group, your co-op, uh, your organization can become a testing facility. And by becoming your own testing facility, then you have control over it as far as keeping it open and allowing the test to go through. We, uh, I've got a link to that if you'll go uh, redirect link collegeprepgenius.com forward slash testing site. That'll take you directly to the information that you need to, to be able to figure out, can, you know, are we able to um, become one? So that, that's great. You know, again, ACT as well. Now, another thing is if the SAT test, test dates are canceled again, you kind of have a couple options you can either transfer your registration for the exam to a new date or you can just cancel uh, your registration altogether and not reschedule and just get a refund. Uh, you know, a lot of people are doing that as well. Um, to transfer, you're going to need to complete the registration form on the online uh, account at the College Board or ACT website. Uh, again, check with them on, on updates. Uh, keep in touch with them on what, what's going on. Um, and also make sure that you have the right email address that's tied to your account. Now, canceling your exam, here's another option. Students, you know, who had their exam canceled again, well, again, you can pretty much uh, get it canceled by uh, either the completed online inquiry form 
or you can just call their customer service there, uh, which you can find on their website. So make sure that you contact the college board uh, as soon as possible, though, because sometimes it takes a little while uh, to get it processed for your request to get your refund. So keep that in mind. Now, second thing when it comes to uh, navigating testing at this time is alternative tests. So, for example, if you're wanting to take the ACT and it was canceled, see if the SAT is available in your area. Again, as I said many times before, SATs and ACTs are about 99% the same test. So there is that crossover of information that you can use on from one test to the other and still do it really well as far as getting a high score if you understand logically how to answer the questions and how to beat the test. So keep that in mind. The other thing is, and this is pretty exciting news, and um, and I have a, I have an article um, on my website based on the new PSAT date. But I'm really excited to share with you that the PSAT is now offering a January 26 test. Now, why is this important? If you have a junior right now who is set to take the October PSAT, don't do it. I recommend wait for the January test. And here's why. You've got several more months to practice. And this is when it counts. The National Merit Scholarship Program only happens in the junior, on the junior PSAT. So take that, if at all possible, take the January test because then, you know, now you're, you're allowing yourself to uh, possibly get into that range. I had a student one time who went 590 points on his PSAT in five months. So it's doable. It, it can happen. And it's a life-changing test. And, I mean, becoming a National Merit Scholar can pretty much give you a full ride to just about any school. And you also can receive unlimited perks like, uh, you know, not only full ride and full tuition and room and board and, you know, grad school money, study abroad stipends, honors dorms, thousands of dollars in spending cash. I mean, the, it's, the perks and benefits are unbelievable. So, again, look more into that PSAT date of January 26th. Now, the other alternative test, of course, is the CLT. Back when the pandemic hit and all the SATs and ACTs were canceled for several months and there was none to be found, all of a sudden people started turning to the CLT. Now, the classic learning test, and we do have a, a podcast on it, and I've got information on my website about it as well, but it was already being proctored remotely. And so schools started accepting the CLT that had never accepted it before. Up until the pandemic, there, was, there were a couple hundred schools that accepted it on a regular basis. Well, I talked to Jeremy Tate, who is the, the founder and the brains behind the CLT, and he said, now this is his quote, he said, all schools were accepting the CLT in lieu of the SAT and ACT cancellations. And their enrollment steadily went up to now, their, their enrollments every week are over a thousand percent, have gone up a thousand percent. So... Uh, pretty exciting. I do recommend that you read more about it. I've got uh, how to beat the CLT and tips on it at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash CLT. We also have a podcast on the CLT here on the um, Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. So check it out. But I definitely recommend that you take it as, you know, as an option. Now, the other thing is to, um, you could apply to a test optional school. Now, let me explain test optional. This means that you can apply and be considered for admission 
without an SAT or ACT. So kind of put it another way, standardized tests aren't required, but keep this in mind. This is really crucial that you understand that um, you, to get scholarship money, you need an SAT or ACT. And, and most test optional schools you know, are more specialty schools as well as most kids uh, turn, I think 80 to 90% of students will still turn in an SAT or ACT. Um, so th that means that if you don't submit a score, that really sets you apart for the majority of the admitted class, and basically in a negative way, because it, even though standardized tests are not required, they're considered and have an impact on the student's chance of being admitted. So showing that you can perform at the level that is standard for the college you know, you're applying to definitely matters. So that's, that's important to know. Um, also, test flexible schools mean you can submit other tests in place of the SAT or ACT. So you could submit scores uh, from AP tests or IB tests, um, maybe even a school administered placement test uh, to be considered in the placement of that. Now, again, there's a catch to a test flex flexible school, and that is that the acceptable, acceptable score ranges on replacement tests will vary between universities. So this is something you have to do some research on. And, and it pretty much means that your AP test score might qualify you for admission at one school, but not necessarily at another. And also the words require and considered for admission are important because requirements simply set the minimum. And the mere act of being considered does not necessarily mean you have a chance of being admitted. So again, it's just another thing, uh, another option to, to think about. All right, now test tip number three is deferred exam score submission. Um, what does that mean? Well, that means that some colleges are actually uh, decide that the way they're gonna tackle this problem of all these SAT cancellations is they're going to allow new students to enroll based on an agreement that they will submit an SAT or ACT score later when they're able to. So that means you still have to take the SAT and ACT, uh, but now you've bought yourself some time to not only study for it, uh, but you can, you'll have to schedule that sometime in the future. Now, at this point, it's not really clear what's gonna happen if you don't make a high enough score once you, you know, submit it after you're already enrolled. So that's kind of a wait and see. Um, so this is something to consider. But from my perspective, it gives you grace periods to really work on this test. And one of the things I've been saying during this whole time, during the SAT and ACT cancellations, is that there are going to be students who are going to think, well, okay, no big deal. I don't have to get SAT or ACT, so I'm just going to blow it off. But then there have been other students who said, you know what? This allows me to gain an edge. This allows me um, to really spend time on practicing and raising my score because when this is all said and done, my competition, are, who are the other students who haven't done anything, aren't going to have a high, high score and that's going to put me in a really good position. So keep that in mind. This is a really good time to think of it, uh, of how can I turn this to my good and, and use this extra time to really beat this test, especially if your, your score is not where you want it to be. Now, tip number four, is special accommodations for high school students. If you are in the class of 2021, in other words, you are a senior right now, and or you have a senior, senior right now, and you have not taken a test, then you are eligible for what's called early registration access to the test. 
So this is open to if you're any high school student uh, who has not tested, regardless of whether they were the victims of COVID-19 cancellation or not, just if you haven't taken it. So basically, this is an option that you can now to have priority. So now if you've previously taken the test and it doesn't apply at all, but again, if you've not registered for a test and taken a test, um, then you know you can find out more about this on the, on the College Board website. All right, tip number five, don't stop test prep. Just as I just was saying, uh, use this kind of as a Pollyanna moment. And if you've ever seen the movie Pollyanna, you know, she was always playing the glad game and every time something bad would happen, she would turn it into something good and let's turn this around. And I think we can use this time to say, hey, tests aren't going away regardless of what people are saying. As I've outlined in the beginning, they're going to be here and they're going to, when this is all said and done, they're still going to be around. And if you need scholarship money, you definitely need to have a good score. But these are beatable tests. And that's the beauty of learning test prep is that it's a different skill set. It's a skill like anything else. If you're learning to play the piano, it's a matter of going through learning chords and keys and practicing. If you're learning to play a sport, whether it's soccer or football or baseball or softball, uh, you know, you learn the, the techniques, you learn the moves, you learn how to hit the ball, kick the ball, and then you practice. And so test prep is no different. It is a matter of learning that these are logic, they're beatable, the questions are purposely misleading, they're, the tricky answers are easy to pick, the wrong ones are, you know, are what most students second guess themselves on. But that, it's a skill, because the colleges are testing Again, not your IQ, not your GPA, but are you a good critical thinker? Can you answer questions under pressure in a short amount of time? And so, and, and that's why you, you need to put the time in. I'm, I'm speaking from someone who receives thousands and thousands of, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of scholarship offers for my kids, seven trash bag school uh, free offers for college all across the United States because I, I found out some 17 years ago how important these tests were and how they can change your life to where your decision should be the institution and not the finances. And your kids shouldn't be strapped with 20 years of college debt. So use this time, don't stop prepping and, and do prep the correct way. Don't, don't uh, fall for any programs or books that wanna teach your child content, thousands of vocabulary words and math concepts galore learn the patterns, the recurring patterns, because the standardized test has standardized questions and standardized answers. And your students can learn to beat this test. I've seen it happen, you know, time and time again, over teaching tens of thousands of students over the last 15 years. So uh, use this as a grace period. And so when the pandemic hit, we had been teaching live boot camps all across the United States, as well as several countries. And we pivoted on to online virtual boot camps. And so we have, uh, right now, we have three-day boot camps. We have eight-week boot camps that your students can come online. If they need accountability and they want a short hour-and-a-half class, then you might consider the eight-week boot camp. If your student wants to jumpstart their motivation and confidence, then a three-day boot camp will help them to uh, learn what to do in the beginning, and then they have the time to practice after that. We also give you our online e-course at no cost for them to go back over, do the homework, do the follow quizzes, and do all the practicing. And we are a proven program that's been around uh, for a long time with lots of awards and 
Don't take my word for it. Go online, Google us, uh, look for independent reviews, not just Kathy Duffy or Heidi St. John. We are the official test prep of HSLDA. Um, they told us that we were their number one class, which is a total honor and hum totally humbling. And we've been teaching for HSLDA for about two years now. So I encourage That's you wonderful. to go out and see what everybody else say, says. So yeah. again, give them your website, Jane. Uh, collegeprepgenius.com and you can click on to find our virtual boot camps as well we also have just if you just want to do the e-course we have that as well so uh, again um, I, I appreciate your time and you know hopefully this is giving you some information to hope help you during this very uh, stressful and frustrating time right and I mean this information is good no matter what the time too so that's great and then you can find the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. Look for episode 80 and you'll find the show notes with links uh, that Jean mentioned throughout. Thanks so much, Jean. And we're going to talk to you soon about some top uh, five test day must to succeed. So that's a mouthful, but that's going to be another topic that we are going to be doing upcoming. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jean, for coming on. Thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius Radio Show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast or listen on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information and we'll see you soon.